Alright then, hello everybody. Welcome back to the one, the only knee slapping K-pop podcast. I'm here with Kayla. Hello. And Sammy. Hello. And now we're on another journey deep down into the ocean, Arctic waters of this K-pop iceberg down to the fourth tier now. We're halfway there. You're there. Uh, We are halfway halfway done. We're getting there. This is probably... Also, Marie, I think you do the funniest intros. I think the best You do. The last one you did, you sang a song, which was really fun. (laughs) Yeah. So I think you 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 do the most fun intros. I try to, because you know what? You gotta... You know, you gotta have some fun at some You have point. some fun in life. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta put some like fun a... in the K-pop scandal iceberg. Exactly. Yeah, because though... it's not like yeah. we're gonna be talking about super depressed. Look, overall, this one's depressing. You one know? of them is one sad. of them's really depressing. One the rest really of them really depressing. Not so the rest much depressing. are more just people the rest making are just bad more like, choices. Ooh, I think the yeah. theme here is people making bad choices in life. Yes. That's the theme for Bad or questionable life choices. Yes, Essentially, yes. yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And uh, one of them is just an entire company making a series of terrible decisions. Yes. Like existing. Just make and, just... and then once it's like not good at all. Just oh, one of them is just child One of them is genuinely. One of them is genuinely probably other than me, other than like the. Tier two, which was burning Just sun, maybe the burning worst, sun. maybe the worst story we will cover. Yeah. Oh yeah. Overall, uh, this is tier four. It's a, it's a, it's a tier. I think we're getting past the super depressing tiers, and now we're getting into the more, like these are kind of sca- these are still scandals, They're very much scandals. But we're getting to like the less serious scandals. We're getting into like the shittiest celebrity the gossip scandals. Oh, absolutely. Let's go. I'm here for trash tea. Well, let's start. Let's start with it with the story <laughs> of Big Hit's only girl group because all um they're well Big Hit is releasing their first girl group. Hybe. Under source music. Hybe. Hybe labels Hybe. now technically. Hybe so labels. this was actually Big Hit's only girl group. Yeah, this will this will technically, technically. be Big Hit's still only girl group. Glam. Because uh so Glam was a five-member girl group under Big Hit Entertainment, uh, and then essentially they only had, I believe, two comebacks before this scandal hit. Mm-hmm. Like, and and, not- and before that scandal hit, I think it had been like a good. I feel like it was at least a good while from the yeah from the final comeback before that. I mean, I think their final song was, I believe, twenty fourteen, which is when this scandal started happening. But overall, I do think that. Glam wasn't mismanaged. It was just that Big Hit was nothing back then. They were definitely just on the path of like a new goo girl group. Girl group. Yeah, that yeah. is just where they were. And that's where Big because, Hit was at like, the time. At too. this point, even with BTS, BTS would have debuted barely. We're looking at like no era BTS. Yeah, and BTS roughly? wasn't like that that big. No yet. to the danger era of BTS. Which is that's like baby BTS, baby baby BTS. Yeah, Glam was only active between for like twenty three years, twelve ish, three ish years, yeah, three ish years, yeah. yeah. So overall, we start with there's two major scandals with Glam. 
one slightly less serious than another one. So in 20, uh, December 31st, 2012, Big Hit Entertainment announced that a uh, member of Glam Trinity was leaving the group due to personal reasons, but that Glam would continue as a four-member group. It was widely believed, however, that these personal reasons was that she was a sasang for Super Junior member Lee Tuck. The rumors have never been confirmed and it is unknown what the actual personal reasons are. And, um, so that happened. That's actually a really common thing is for, for members to be sasangs of like other older idols. That is not a thing that has happened only once. Yeah. That happened to a member of... Who was the Sasang for L? That everyone... That I remember vividly everyone beat. It was a Momoland It's one of Momoland's. Um, yeah. Ooh. I want to say Nine it's times, Daisy. I don't know. Something like that. But one Daisy left Momoland. the group, though. Yeah. I don't think it was because of that, though. I think yeah, that no, that's a really common thing for... Oh, it's girl. Jane. Jane. Yeah. I think it's a really common thing for that to just be either an accusation... Or just an actual thing that happens, and I don't think we ever really find out if it's true or not. No, I don't. That's that's like never, never a thing get that a gets like really confirmed at all. It's mm. just funny to me because it's like you're such a saucing that you just want to go ahead and just attempt to become part of a K-pop group. So that you not even in the same off. company as the I know. Like, not, never in the same company as the idol you're saying for though. No, yeah, I was, but I'm also, sure that like, they try, but just can't get in. But also, I feel like half the time these accusations have zero proof. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, what the hell? What are we doing here? It's very much a, like people doing like online, just like Twitter sleuthing. Twitter sleuthing. For but it. also, I feel like half the time the proof is that they were a fan of this person. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's not a sasang. That was just that person's bias and they were a K-pop fan. Because genuinely, who else is going to want to be a K-pop idol other than people who like K-pop? Mm-hmm. This isn't the most respectable industry for, you know, the classical pianists. <laughs> You're going to be a K-pop fan, and that's when you become a K-pop idol. So then we get to the, the worst one. scandal. The big one. The one that Glam is more known for this than for their actual music. So in September 2nd, 2014, actor Lee Byung-hyun accused two women of blackmailing him by using a compromising video as leverage. Dahi and model Lee Ji Yoon were later identified as the women involved and were charged with blackmailing the actor for 5 billion won. And then in January of 2015, the Seoul District Court sentenced Dahi to one year in prison. That same day, the uh, big hit confirmed that the members of the group had ended their contracts with the agency and the group was officially disbanded. Then in March that year, um, the, school, the Seoul District Court uh, under Lee uh, Byung-hyun's request, gave her a two-year suspended sentence instead of a one-year prison sentence. So she didn't actually end up having to go to prison. This actor was actually really very, accommodating. Very Damn. nice about it. <laughs> very, very generous. He was, And that yeah. is the story of why Big Hit has never had a girl group. It's because the one time they so tried, someone went to jail. Traumatic experience from that. It was a traumatic experience. Yeah, and it seems like at this point with, well, more so Hybe, Big Hit that became Hybe, that still has Big Hit, but it seems like but they're like, at this point trying to the do the whole, group. we'll just keep... Girl groups under this company and boy groups under this one, this one, or this one. You know, they're kind of boy trying groups to under eight, this it. other eighteen like 
uh, all these other 18 subsidiaries, but Source yeah. gets the... It's all questionable what's going to happen from now on, but I don't know. Also, don't know. they blackmailed this actor for almost five, five million, million dollars. Bill- yeah. That, that's so... That's five... That's four million dollars. That's, so, that's much so much money. That's so much money. To blackmail someone for. Yeah, that, that is... I a, mean, that, it's just that too is, sad. That is a cartoon villain amount of money to blackmail a singular person for. Yeah, Dahi, bad decision making here. Like Dahi. Again, girl. this is the, I knew, this she is might the have tier been of bad money, decisions. Which sucks because no doubt Glam was not making jack shit. Glam was not making that much money. Yeah. But also, if they only knew what would happen later in 2015, they could have been popular. Cause that was the year BTS released "I Need You." That's that would have turned that that year was the year that company was going to turn around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and you know I mean, that who, if they but that's kept not glam. That would have been that glam would have at least gotten a bump. Maybe, but like that, that's not even the guarantee. It's not. But I'm yeah. just saying, like they weren't making much money, but they were they were about to be making. They also could have just money. disbanded them to focus all just, effort onto BTS anyway. So, I mean, like, that's not the world we live in. Who knows? <laughs> But genuinely speaking, I think that this group, I like that it, not like, but it's so it funny to me that it scarred a company so bad that this company at one point had three boy groups mm-hmm. and have yet to try for a girl. It's 2022 girl, and this is the, the closest thing we're getting to a big hit entertainment girl group. Not just that, but they can't even acquire girl groups well. They acquired G-Friend, immediate done. Mm-hmm. Now, literally, the two girl groups that they had to acquire Frumis in the most convoluted way, which was that Frumis was acquired by Pletus, mm-hmm. which was then acquired by Big Hit. And then and- three of the members of La Seraphim um, were acquired from different agencies because Ho Yun Jin was under Pletus, which then Hai bought. And then they transferred Chaewon from Wollum, and then they got Sakura from whatever company she was in. So, Japan. They need to, Just like, whatever they get. Two of them were also from Eyes one. So, like, Eyes are already on the. What's, what's yeah, the, the other girl was also, like, on Produce 48, too. 48, so yeah. They, like, I mean, they know, you know they're what? well known already. You know what? This yeah. will be. Lee Seraphim will be the first technically Hybe. Technically. I mean, Hybe is big hit. That's. It's it's big hit under a different name. It's big hit. Will be the f- but with like three additional companies. Now. It's well, big it's hit, like but it's like more alphabet to, to Google as high is to big hit at this point. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's all yeah. it all ends up going to the same place. Yep. And yeah. honestly, I think Lee Seraphim. I'm excited for them. I glam. Unfortunately, just scarred a company for life. Yep. 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 They will never have a. I don't. I genuinely think they we will never have a girl group under big hit music. Because under Big Hit Music right now is only BTS and TXT. Yeah. That's it. Yep. And I don't think we're getting a girl group under because that. Because the Island 2 one is going to be under B-Lift or whatever, so. Yep, that's still yeah. under B-Lift. That will be a, that will be a thing, because that's CJ, E&M, mm-hmm. and Big Hit. So, technically, it's half? Half. We're going to get half They'll, a girl We'll group. get half a girl group under Big Hit. <laughs> All right, so next we're going to move on to the first of our individual JYJ member scandals. Uh, we they have, all, ha- not all, not all. Mo- we have more than one. There's more than one. I say that this is probably the worst though, of the individual scandals. This is the worst yeah. one. Oh, this yeah. is the worst one. So we got, and, okay, the one that's S- ISM is happy is not under them anymore. 
probably yeah. lost. Yeah, but like the ones under SM aren't doing much better. No, yeah, they're, yeah, not, they're also right. accused of the same shit. But like they're probably really happy they don't have this one particular man Fair. anymore. Mm-hmm. So oh, he's the worst. He's the worst TVXQ member. Yep. I'll, I'll put them all under sure. the same label right now. He's the worst one. So we have Yu Chun. He's got two separate scandals, drugs and sexual assault for both of those. The first one. The two, uh, two things you want to see under an idol. Lovely. Name. Just absolutely lovely. Um, the first one for sexual assault in 2016 and 2017, he was accused by four different women of sexual four. assault. Um, unfortunately, it was acquitted of all four of them after the police ruled it was difficult to prove the use of force and that makes the charges invalid. They forwarded the case to the Seoul Central District Prosecutor's Office, and he was cleared of all sexual assault charges there as well. And one of his accusers was ruled to have falsified charges and was sentenced to two years in prison for that. Um, and then another one was found un- not guilty of false accusations and defamation. So that's like I a like, weird scandal like that like went of, nowhere at I, all. I love the contradiction of you can be acquitted of sexual assault, but the person who accused you is not is also just not guilty of false accusations and defamation. So it's a what? Like, yeah. So what is? So what happened? Don't know what's going on there. What happened? Um, a scandal that went it was bad and went nowhere. I don't. I guess. Who knows? Really, we're all back where we started. Mm-hmm. She technically. I don't know. Who knows? And then. Second one for drugs that happened in 2019, where he was arrested on suspicion of purchasing and using methamphetamine and was also suspected of attempting to destroy the evidence by dyeing and shaving the hair from his body before undergoing a drug test. <laughs> I like Which that. Which is like, really oh funny. God. do any other kind of drug test. It has to be the fucking hair test. Mm-hmm. I find it and funny that he's just like, yes, of course. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna bleach my, my hair, hair and shave all of my and hair. Shave everything. Yeah. Else also, off. also, I thought it was. I thought there were like photos that showed that they, his like legs or something had indication, like mar- needle markings or something like that. I mean, you could, God, I mean, there was like a the hair off your legs would make that more prominent. That's exactly. True. This is very Maybe true. like, that um, dude, like, that, what's that up with the scar? Not very right smart move there. No, on his yeah, part. But then again, but then again, again. The theme of this the is people making awful decisions with their lives. Yep. Look at the awful decisions. Um, don't do meth, yeah. kids. Don't do meth. That's this a bad idea. This isn't like our first, our first drug thing where everybody was doing weed. Like, but like is, meth in general is not good. Meth is t- meth will meth will ruin your life. Yeah, that is like one meth of the drugs that are like you don't want to fuck life. with that drug. Like that's and bad. heroin and yeah. fentanyl. Don't fuck heroin. with both of those. Those the hard drugs will ruin your life. And your teeth. I say crack too. Oh, based God. on what I've seen, a lot of crack lot of drugs you don't want to fuck teeth. with. <laughs> I don't. You don't. Don't fuck with. Don't the fuck hard with drugs. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah. Also, don't fuck with cigarettes. Not a yeah. Not those a drug, aren't good. But don't fuck not with a drug, but please. still bad. Still very also, bad. Don't fuck with vaping. Vaping is as bad as cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. Like Va- don't, vaping's don't bad. Vaping. Or as vaping I see, is bad. Va- vaping is really bad for your lungs. It's you, maybe worse. You than cannot regulate. What's the reason, like the, the real cough commercials they put? It's like it, that's middle toxins in your lungs, which is true. Which is mm-hmm. why I stopped yeah. when I heard. No, about the that. other thing is you can't really because a cigarette will burn out. Vape cartridges are pretty decently sized. You cannot regulate the amount of nicotine you're consuming. You're going to exactly. consume too much of it. Too much. Yeah. 
But now that we're done with the now the, that we're done the telling the kids PSA. to not do drugs. <laughs> now that we're done with the drug uh, PSA for today. After that, um, his agency CJES Entertainment announced that they terminated his contract with him, and he's retiring from the entertainment industry as you do after you get caught of using meth. And according to news of hearts, he later admitted to the drug charges against him after initially having denied them repeatedly. And on July 2nd, 2019, he was sentenced to 10 months in prison, suspended for two years and a fine of 1.4 million won. And he has since completed the probation without violation. So it's like, you think that we're there at this point. Like, are we there guys? Are we the K-pop there? No. Don't do drugs. Don't, I hope not. don't do don't do hard drugs. Don't do hard drugs. Because I feel don't like I'm, are we slowly becoming K-pop there? Because I'm like again, I don't think that telling people not to do meth is meth the or heroin there. is a bad thing. No, we yeah, very I agree. Pro- like, it's like, that first episode. like all these drug issues. I'm like, wow. Yep. We do talk about talking, a, talking a lot about drugs this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's Jesus. definitely how I saw my life going. Exactly. Exactly. K-pop and drugs. A threat. I mean, they go hand in hand at this point. Apparently. Apparently. All right. So well, to get to away from more, the... Uh... To go on to, like, actual K-pop gossip. Yes. This yeah, is more the, gossip, not this is hard the, drugs. the celebrity gossip time. Definitely This is the celebrity gossip corner. It's a scandal, though. Um, let's talk about some shotgun marriages and secret families. Ooh, ooh. Because that happens in this industry. Because it happens fans more are crazy. often than you'd think. And for, uh, for people an want their privacy. In 2022. And uh, they're just like, if something comes up with that, they're just like, all right. So let's start with um, one in particular, Crampop Solul. So at first, she firmly denied rumors about her upcoming marriage to HOT's Moon Hee-jun, which, by the way, Moon Hee-jun debuted in 1996. Want to put that out there. Crampop was like, what 2010 2011 2012 i want to say i looked it up there's like a like like 13 or something year age gap there just want to put that out there yeah yep and also seems also seems to be a threat too in 2012 yeah so she was all like i guess i it's not a shotgun wedding it's not a shotgun wedding but guess what there were rumors about um her pregnancy surfacing after their engagement news and um, many Netsians as... Quick note, yeah. there's a 14-year age gap between these two. 14-year oh, age gap. Better. But as, better. As, as long as they're both adults at this point, which that's all yeah, I Yeah, she's, I mean, she's 30 she, years old, so... She's 30 years old now. He's 44 years old now. This was what year? I want to say she oh, was God. 25. She was 25, yeah. and he was like... At that point, he was... 20... 39? 39. Yeah. So to put that out there, 25 and th- keep this in your mind, people. 25 and 39. Just putting that out there. Yep, but yep. yeah, um, so basically, um, Netsians, they were speculating that the reason the couple rushed to marriage is because of a baby on the way. AKA, which would, you know, cause a shotgun wedding. So Yule denied the rumors through her label, Chrome Entertainment, and claimed it's not pregnancy before marriage. Of course... Doesn't really end there, um, because Netsians believe that Solu had another lie then. And back in October 2016, Solu officially announced that she'll be halting all promotions due to anxiety disorder. Coincidentally, that's around the same time period when Solu would have been in the early stages of pregnancy, 
And just to put it out there, yes, it was confirmed she did. She was pregnant. Get pregnant. She was pregnant. They they showed up in after the kid was born. They showed up in at some point on Return to Superman or Superman Returns, which yep. reality TV which show. I don't they showed off that... their family, their kid. She was pregnant. Yeah, they ended I... up getting married. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I don't think that. I also don't think that they were very well received on that show either. No, they weren't on that so. show for a long time, but everybody was like, "This is a shotgun marriage, and you are." 14 years older than me. I don't girl. know if Moonhee June is a person the public particularly likes. I know. <laughs> no one likes him generally, but I don't think this helped his Not reputation. No, but I'm saying, like, I think that beginning where he comes off is a little bit creepy. Just generally, his image on variety shows is like that does not oh, help yes. the situation greatly. Yeah. Because there has been other shotgun marriages. Many. We talked about one in the first episode. Yeah, uh, Miss and, uh, Laboom girl whose name I can't remember. Uh, Yulhi, that was a shotgun Yulhi. marriage for sure. That's a shotgun marriage, but it. I feel like it was a different kind of shotgun marriage where it's like they seem quite happy. They seem to have an actual like genuine relationship. Yeah, these two give me weird vibes. Yes, like who are we to judge the relationship? If anything, of others? they give me old but school also, marriage vibes. Where they it's give like, me weird okay, vibes. here's the yeah, marriage. Yeah. This is how it is. It we'll gives be cordial, me kind of deal. No, what it gives me really is that I do think that he probably does like younger women. Yeah, and that's for she sure. She was younger. <laughs> and also, I don't know, there's just something about this. I mean, granted, there's also people, you know, I mean, hell, you had Momo and Hucho being a, a thing. Momo's like right around our age, and Hucho was like in his early 40s when they started dating. And then I'm also thinking of, like, one other particular couple on in the West that's kind of a similar age range, too. So, like, he just only thing. 38. It's a thing. Well, was he 38 when they started? I thought he was He's only No, he's just 38 now. now. Oh, forget about it. He's just 38 it. now. I was going to say, I don't know if any of members like, of Super Junior are 40 yet. Even... Sorry, I was just like, he's not. I, I was trying to, like, hearts. do the mental math in my mind. I was like, are the members of Super Junior Oh, no, 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 wait. I'm thinking, like, um, what's, what's the person, um. Florence Pugh and like whoever the hell she's dating who yes. was on, on yeah, Scrubs. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That guy on Scrubs. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, he's in his forties, I think. Yeah, that 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 makes more sense. I'm like, so, like, is he but, like it's a 40s? thing. It's it's definitely sticks it is out a, thing. a little bit. But Again, like that's true. But yeah. I bet it a lot of it also depends on like when did you start dating? And also again sometimes all of those relationships, like sure, age is nothing but a number. Mm-hmm. But also, sometimes there's a creepy guys vibe to this one. Can't sometimes you know when guys can't pull women their own age, you look young. Well, the other just, thing too is, is that um that was I mean if you think about it, HLT also was a lot of people around his age that are women were probably huge fans of HOT then, and maybe now you know it's kind of like probably not going to say he's not attracted to younger women or you know, on purpose, but, like, he could be. But I think a lot of it, too, is, like, there's that kind of, like, association with, oh, I knew you at the peak of your fame. I was psycho crazy over you. You know, like, I feel like sometimes maybe, as a theory, they go for younger women because of that lack of, like, oh, you were my biggest idol. There's a little bit more of a degree of separation there. So it's kind of like a more normal person. I don't know for sure, but that's I don't know. I... I don't think it's that difficult to find a woman in her 40s that is willing, or in her late 30s that has not gone beyond her super psycho uh, boy band phase. I don't think it's that difficult to find one, to be honest. 
if you're looking for that. True. What but, uh, the know. other side of that is that you can go for a younger girl who's going to show you a lot of admiration. You're this older, mature man. That's true as well. That's There's exactly a lot of true. admiration in the other way around. Who's to say what this relationship is based on? Who knows? To what I know, it, they're still together, so they must yeah, but, you somewhat know, get along. Divorce in Korea is another different thing. True. Divorce is, divorce is weird. Same thing, same thing in Japan. Divorce is weird. But, um, all right. And then speaking of, um, some secret marriages. Speaking of, uh, uh, secret marriages, I get to do the fun secret marriage part. Secret family. Sorry. It's more specifically a secret family. I think it was a secret family and marriage. It was both at the same time. (laughs) Well, it's more of a secret family because it was like, you're surprised with everything at the same time. Yes. Yes. So, uh, you kisses Eli in December of 2015 announced via Instagram that he had been married for over a year since June 5th of 2014 had, had been dating his wife who was a model for a, who was 11 years, his senior for five years, another age gap couple, Mm -hmm. and also announced that they were expecting a child. Uh, his fellow members, Sohyun and Kevin, took to Twitter to comfort fans about the surprising news of Eli's marriage. And then in December of 2015, Yukis' label NH Media released a statement to clear up uh, some questions fans might have had. His label said that Eli's marriage would not affect his promotions with Yukis and that he would continue filming his Chinese drama and asked fans to refrain from leaving hate comments as he would soon be a father. On June 8, 2016, Eli's son, Michael Minsu Kim, was born. And then on August 30th of 2016, uh, Eli revealed his wife, Ji Yun-soo, to the public in NBC's Everyone's Video Star. And then in January of 2017, Eli uh, revealed his life as a husband and father by joining the reality show uh, KBS's Mr. House Husband with his wife, and their son. And then in 2020, uh, he announced he was getting a separation and Michael would be remaining with his mother while he moves to America. <laughs> moves back to the United States. Sorry. he Eli is from the U.S. Is his mother in the U.S.? What do you mean? The, his ex-wife? No, no, no. Because he said, oh, oh, no, the, oh the I see. Michael is with his mother. The son is with his mother. The son is with the ex Michael is with his mother. Okay. Yes, Michael stayed with stayed in Korea. Yes. Okay. Um, I also think his ex now ex wife has been pretty vocal about how upsetting the divorce was because it seems like he just straight up moved to the United States and then and just like, like I want a divorce. Kid's life. Bye. I'm out. Yeah. So this seems to be Eli's decision. Yep. I mean, it is another age gap couple. This wasn't obvious. This obviously wasn't a shotgun wedding because they were together for five years. They were together for five years, got married, and then I think they were probably expecting the child since having been married, too. So it wasn't a shotgun. Yeah. It was post. But it was, he did have a secret wife for a year, so. Yeah. At the time, so this was what, seven years ago at this point? Oh my god, I hate that. Uh, So at the time when he got married, he was 24. Mm hmm. And this woman would have been... Would have been 35. 35. Don't love that either. It's interesting. I don't love that either. But... They did... The um, relationship seems like it was, um... The relationship does seem more stable. More stable also. Because I did... I tried to read an interview that the wife did, and apparently she had said that whatever, um... 
they were filming for that show, Mr. House Husband was like mm-hmm. pretty fake. And like that that like Fair. was not very representative of their marriage and that was the only time they ever looked happy was when cameras were around and otherwise Ooh. things were like kind of falling apart. So Ooh. Which tells me get, that maybe they weren't planning to get pregnant, she gets pregnant and then he feels like an obligation to marry. And now he's like the stress that. is like yeah. But mind you, they would stay married after Mr. House Husband for another three years. Yeah. Because that Mr. House Husband was uh, 2017. They don't divorce until 2020. Yeah. I feel or like at least the way it seems... I don't even know if there's. I don't even know if they're already divorced because divorce takes. I don't. Forever. It probably is they're taking probably forever. Right I think they're probably filing for divorce. But Eli was like, I can't sit around and wait for that. I so I'm gonna just leave to I the can't United even States. Stay in the same country. Yeah, as like you I'm just anymore. gonna fly across the world to be somewhere else. But and I'm gonna leave my think... son with you to take care of. It's just like I mean, that's like this is not good. Your thing. No, he sort of just did like just up and left everything yeah i haven't heard anything about eli i haven't I either know what i didn't even know that anymore. they divorced and now that i know they divorced and he just like straight up left his child in korea is like that's a bad look like that's really pretty bad i know because the other thing is that you know who else is in america kevin kevin is in america that's true he kevin is. is yet to you'd think but i don't know maybe they're not on good terms who knows i don't know who knows but mm-hmm. yeah, um, that ended poorly. I think very poorly. I wonder if part of it too is the fact of like the different cultural backgrounds. You know, I, think I feel that's like gotta be a factor. That's gotta in be it. a factor. There, there has to be a factor there. I mean, because he's coming like, from the states. She's but again, like, again, I yeah, you did just leave your kid. I looked him up on Instagram. His account is private. Doing? Oh, but he does oh. still have 142,000 followers. I think that he probably privated it after the divorce, I'm yeah. assuming. I'm assuming. But, oof. It's uh, not a good luck for him. Pretty there, bad. I mean, we did say, we did say I also have the feeling there might be some other things going her. on behind the scenes, too, because who knows, like, she's, what was it? She was a model, the, the ex-wife, well, soon to be ex-wife, mm-hmm. if not ex-wife. Because, like, I'm wondering, like, if there was some sort of clause where they're just like, if the kid's born in Korea, we want to stay in Korea if it's a Korean citizen. So mm. he can't just I mean, take it. He probably could just this. take the kid. He can't, with the like, I don't know about that. But the other thing is that, like, yeah, this kid also is at this point. How old is this kid at, in 2020? The kid is, he was Six. born in 2015. The kid is seven years old, is tur- at least turning seven years old or was about five when this happened. This kid doesn't know it, America. Mm-hmm. This kid's young, but he only knows Korea. And it also is, like, you want to... Him taking the kid to the U.S. would essentially involve him being taken away from his mother, who, if he's still doing... his probably his primary caregiver, mm-hmm. considering Ke- uh, Eli was still doing Yuka's promotions. Who was that kid with? Probably his mom. Moving to a completely different continent... And speaking an entirely different language. Yeah. Which, again, he's five. I He barely knows Korean. You think he's going to also know... Who knows if he was raised with that much English? I think it would be quite traumatic for this kid to just be up and moved mm-hmm. that far. I but, am you know. also going to... I just found an article um, that says, Former Yukis's Eli's wife reveals that her mother-in-law ran off with her money, leaving her to pay off Eli's debts. Which is um, oof, a mm. big oof. 
It says Ooh. that her mother-in-law so had Eli's lived in mom. Korea. Yeah, Eli's mom. Eli's mom. mom. He, oh. Yeah, that Eli's mom lived in Korea when he was an idol, and she and Eli had originally signed the marriage documents legally, and her mother-in-law told Eli that she wanted to live in the apartment, and she paid the deposit With for the them? apartment, got it under Eli's name. Oh. Um. Blah, 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 blah. And as apparently that enabled the mother-in-law to take the deposit money out and return back to the States. And then oh. she lost, uh, then Ji Yansu, the wife, revealed that she lost her trust in her husband because this issue had not um, been resolved ever and she never received any money back from it. Oh. Yep. And then she yeah, also revealed that she had been paying for one of her husband's car loans after he impulsively purchased a luxury car. Oh. She nope. sold 10 of her bags in order to pay for it, even after the divorce. Oh. Multiple loans had to be taken out in order to pay off living expenses and bills due to the married life, resulting in her having a bad credit score. She has Ooh. eight more years to pay off the debts. Ouch. Also says that, um, what was the other? There's another thing in here. Let me find it again. Um, he's apparently also unable to correct her marital status in South Korea because Eli is not cooperating with provision of so necessary documents to file for divorce. And so she's considering taking out a lawsuit against him in order to get actually divorced from him. <laughs> So that is uh, so falling apart. I, I'm also just going to assume, since they're still married, she, he doesn't have to pay child support. No. So I, I was refraining from calling Eli a deadbeat for just abandoning his child. But So he probably uh, did that. kind of sounds like a deadbeat. And yeah, and also the extra on there about the mom stealing the deposit money for the apartment and going back to America is that's like, that's fucked. really fucked. That's so fucked. Oh my God, that's fucked. Yeah, so that sucks. Drama corner. Oh boy. But you know what sucks even more? Has seen his dad in two years. It seems like no. I'm gonna assume no, considering how on bad terms they seem to be right now. But also, like he does not like if he's not contributing, like he's not like going along with the divorce. He also, I mean, plus pandemic too. So still, mm, if it's your kid. I think he's probably holding off on the divorce because he doesn't want to pay child support. So that seems like yeah, also, yeah. And he is also, blaming like, the think... fact that I think he's in America and hard to reach as like a yeah. reason. Also, to why I he's think the fact that. that if he does actually get divorced, the the debts have to also be the debts go back to him. Everything, every not not maybe not all of them go back to him, but some of them go back to him. Mm-hmm. That car probably goes back to him. I'm um, sure. Mm-hmm. I hope she got rid of that car. I know. I would. I hope so. I would get, get get some money back for it. Right. Damn. But how many expensive brand bags did she have? She had ten. She was a model. She model she got so she had a lot. Yeah. Oh, that's. Oh, hopefully she got some of that for free. She was able to resell it at a high price. Also, you don't know what he like. Remember, this was like not peak you kiss, but like I mean, you kiss never really had that high of a peak, this but it was like true. pretty decently peak. Like this was probably peak you kiss. He probably within those five years he probably had some money to spend on her. Yeah. She was a money. She was also a model. She probably got some stuff on disc, like gifted or right, like, right. like brand sponsored sponsors or something. or something. Yeah, if she could, if she could have sold those for like, a pretty she high did, price, she had to pay for the Sounds car. Like she spent eight, she's got eight more years to pay off her debts. Yeah, that oh, sucks. This poor woman. That just oh, ended God. up a lot worse than I was expecting it to be. <laughs> People making Yeah, so I guess Eli and his lives. mother Eli. suck with money, and Eli's being a dumb Also kind of seem to suck as people. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because apparently Eli's family is rich, though. That was also part of the article, that he has, like, a three-story house in Virginia, his family, and they own, like, a fairly prevalent, like, Korean restaurant chain as well. So I think he is living perfectly fine probably, back in yeah, America. Yeah, he's probably fine. And is ignoring like, everything about his past life in Korea. Also, especially considering if they own a Korean restaurant chain, they're doing well. Korean food is, like, the big thing here now. Yep, it is. Exactly. I wonder what chain Ooh, it is, too, oh out of curiosity. I wonder what chain- yeah, I'm like, I don't want to- I don't want to know like, if it's- mm, if do right. We probably- should we like, not support like, it? Like, should we probably look not. up what chain they, that they run? Because I- I kind of- So we- we need to know, so we there. avoid it. Because, like, if it's like, you know- I don't know, if it's like Bonchon Chicken or something, I'm not right, going right. back. Huh. Hang on. I don't know if it'll say- so does that mean Eli's basically a trust fund baby, is my question? I mean, Eli is, yeah, Eli is a, much like a lot of K- of uh, K-pop idols, he's probably a rich boy. Yep, yep. Well, I figured it out. It's not, I don't think it's Bonchon Chicken. Okay, well, that's, that's good. Considering that is, that started in Busan. Yes, yes. So I don't, luckily, guys, don't worry. The great chicken place is fine. That place is okay. <laughs> that, that place is fine. It's my favorite fried chicken restaurant. I was, fried, <laughs> Korean fried chicken place, I was very concerned for a minute. Yep, yep. Jeez. Oh, boy. I was yep. hoping, I was hoping it was fine. At least we know that one is safe. But yeah, I don't think it says which one is family. Owned. It's maybe a regional chain. It probably, probably is. I, it probably isn't really a chain, but it's like a couple of restaurants or something like that yeah all right all right now we want to get to from this depressing one that we didn't think that we didn't think was gonna get that depressing (laughs) now something that's actually really sad the Mm -hmm. worst one genuinely really really terrible don't fuck with kids man yeah so we're gonna talk about the east light which is Essentially, there was a boy band named the East Light. By band, I mean, like, actual band. They played instruments. They were all really, really young. So, and they um, experienced both physical and verbal abuse that was allegedly committed by their producer and their label just generally. Media Line Entertainment CEO Kim chang is said to have committed verbal abuse um, towards them as well. So, there's just everyone who was working with them at that company um was kind of uh either active participant or like stander by to everything that happened here that's also abuse because like these kids had no one to turn to yep poor babies so their ceo has said to have committed violence since their debut in 2015 um not only him but their producer a is also said to have committed this violence. He, the producer carried out extreme violence uh, using baseball bats, a hammer, um, more, and sprinkled or insulted the East Light members who were still underage. Like I said, oh yeah, they were a young. source close to the band said that the producer A often strangled the members um, if they made a mistake, and is apparently also once threatened to kill them. And he apparently did not care the fact that. All of the members were underage. Um, over the that years, that probably made it easier to do. Yeah, because they like they're like our children. Like, what are they gonna do about it? Like, they probably had no idea what was happening. Like, that's just—it's yeah. like really sad. Yeah. Oh my god. It's like this is not the way to. You shouldn't be like, you punishing kids a, like this, a, a or like even if they fuck it up. There are not better that ways to do it. Children should be working anyway. No. Yeah. The fact that all of them were like 
I mean, it's like idols debut young. They start training some of them from like nine years old, but like none of them are like I don't at least none of the other companies like you don't physically abuse them or like and even or within like. like like, not saying that this is probably has never happened in another company. It probably it has. Probably has. But like to this extent, not this to this extreme, extreme I've of never an heard of it happening to this extent. Yeah. Like uh, these K-pop idols, I'm gonna tell you right now. Every K-pop idol that's debuted has probably been abused as a child. Just the the debut, the conditions of a trainee if, life mentally, are at least mentally, mentally, if not physically, in terms of. I mean, I mean, if I'm being honest, you can almost consider the like diet, like their relationship with food is fucked. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so many of those idols are underweight. Like, yes, that that's there's also like that's probably also a reason why so many of them have like anxiety disorders now. Yeah, like there's a reason that every K-pop idol and I like they have like. Anxiety a lot of them have like anxiety like panic disorder oh like God. a lot of them now yeah it's a lot yep but like to this extent of being threatened with a hammer is a lot mm-hmm. it's a lot uh so this producer a i think he's the worst one he would continue to commit violence until they started bleeding or their backs were abused and the ceo is said to have allowed this to occur and even participated in condemning and threatening the boy band members and if he saw the producer like begin to commit violence against them he would just say don't be too harsh um this producer apparently also grabbed one of the members next with the guitar strings and pulled them every time he made a mistake during a live performance and when the members complained about this treatment he would just threaten them saying i will kill you um yes so one, because of all of these like just physical abuses and taunts and violence that was committed against them, one of the members experienced mental and physical disorders and has undergone recovery treatment. Um, in October 2018, accompanied by a lawyer, Lee Sexual revealed this is one of the members of the group. Um, the persecution he experienced from his producer. And he was just straight up crying. I think that's the the oldest member of the, the group. The oldest member, and I think he has a brother. Him, yeah, yes, he was his speaking brother. For him, him and his younger brother, who was also yeah, in the group. Both of yeah. them are like, and they were like two of the band. Because like the Eastlight was weird. They had like a band, but like three vocalists. It was a very weird band, yeah. It was a weird band, but like, yeah. And then yeah. they added that they like baby the... kid from Purdue yeah. Season 2 as a vocalist. Yeah, the like baby kid that was yeah. friends with Daniel yep. for a while. Yeah. That was a weird time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they added that kid, and the two that came out were like the band kid, and they were also the older, ki- the older kids. Which of it course was, I the think, older the oldest kid, and then the his ones. younger brother, who was still on the older side of the band. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, he would say that the producer repeatedly made us kneel and beat us with baseball bats and iron batons in the practice room or the recording studio, um, which is also soundproof. Which is of course, of course, of course, of course. Because it can't get worse. Yep. Um, their parents didn't know about the incidents until the agency promised that there wouldn't be any more um, Until after it happened. After it happened, yeah. And that kind of sucks, the fact that they, like, threatened these freaking kids. Because no doubt they're they probably children. were going to tell their parents. Yeah. But they're like, you tell your parents, guess no. what? We're going to fuck you we're up. We're going to kill you. Because, I mean, he's already, yeah. this guy is threatening to kill they're them already. They're already threatening to yeah. kill you. So that's probably, he's like, like I'm going to kill you. If you it's like, it's hard that situation. Many people are like, why didn't you say anything? It's like, well, if you 
There's an imbalance of power. Children. They're children. And they have no other means to get out of a situation like that. Like, here's the like, thing. Even even an adult can get trapped in a situation where you're genuinely scared for your life. Exactly. Like, even if you don't let, you're like, they can't kill me. They can't. Yep. These are kids. Yep, they yep. don't know. Ugh. It's bad. They don't know any they better. Know. And I feel so bad about everything that happened to these poor kids. Uh, on top of this, uh, the band's facilities didn't even get paid for by the agencies. The members had to pay for them out of their own pocket. Of course. So they're just given no support generally. And so they, these two brothers, their parents' suspicions initially arose when their his father found bruises on his back. And then he went and approached the agency about it. Agency said, it's not going to happen again. Yada, yada. Whatever. That's, that's, that's the pro. It's, it's not that it, it never, ha- like, they're not even apologizing for anything that, or even admitting to what happened. They're just saying it's not going to happen again. They're mm-hmm. not denying it happens. Yep, yep. But it won't, it won't occur more. Right, right. Um. Yeah, they, he also in this press conference said that his younger brother, who was the basis in this group, experienced the same thing. And he is currently undergoing psychotherapy for it. Um, at some time later, up. there's two other members of the group who claimed that these brothers were making all of these things up. And it was very confusing. It essentially was that they were more in support of the company, saying that this report differs from reality. And... There's two of them separately, apparently, either directly supported that theory that these two brothers were just lying about everything. And were, like, greatly exaggerated. A lot of this is, it goes back to the argument of, well, they're still under the company, and what were they promised in return? Yeah. Because for all we know, though, they could have been separate sessions with individual members, for all we know, where some may have been treated better than others. I think some were probably treated worse than others. Yeah. 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 Better or worse than others. But also, it's the fact of, okay, you leave. You have no career. Yeah. You're also a child. Yeah. Also, we don't know about, like, these kids had supportive parents. Mm -hmm. Yes. Some of those kids might have not had supportive parents. What we know of. The, brothers the brothers had supportive parents. That's yeah. what I'm saying. We don't know what the family situation of these other kids were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Uh, they in 2018, I think they just terminated contracts with everybody, and just, just let it let it go going. I have honestly don't know if any legal action got taken or if anything got resolved I, from this. I don't think yeah, anything ever happened. I don't happened. think anything came of it because I you sort of like stopped hearing articles everyone just sort of like Mm -hmm. just sort of stopped being talked about yeah he has and who knows if anyone could have afforded it this company apparently made an apology but they denied a lot of the abuse allegations and then later they just disbanded the whole group so that was i think really all that happened there because i don't think these two brothers would have gone through all of these steps and lied about any of it because oh, absolutely no, or like lie or lied about it to the extent that it was too. Because even if it even if that was a slightly exaggerated, they were still very much abused by this company, and oh, like absolutely. that is just like not like absolutely ridiculous that they as a whole like an entire company was I think aware 
that this was happening and that they were actively being abused all the time and not a single person said anything about it. And that is absolutely wild to me that that was just allowed to go on. All of this just makes me upset. Very it sad. It's just... I also did, I liked some of their music too, but it's also just kind of now I mean, like they uh, had my issue with them was that they had the problem that they were all children, especially yeah. their vocalists were all like very young. Mm-hmm. So I didn't necessarily love their music, but I saw that they could be like become a very good band. It was a fun um, group. They, but it's just looking back, and I just have looking back, you can't even look at them the same way. Mm-hmm. No. Knowing that there's abused children. Yep, yep. And uh, speaking of, pet, pet, I want to say children, children abuse, but um, IU is not without being as famous as she is. She was not without certain scandals in particular. Which I'd say her worst one being, from what I observed, was definitely her being accused of uh sexualizing a children's book. So in particular, um, she during the um. I think it was her, uh, what was it, her Cheshire, Cheshire. EP? I think it was yeah, her, yeah. During the release of her Cheshire, her Cheshire EP, yeah. which was like, what year was that? Was that like 20... 2015? 2015, yeah. It was when she turned 23. Mm-hmm. Or she was like the age of 23 or something like that. Um, so basically, part of the concept of the book, of this, you know, of this EP, like at least in art form and in a song in particular, is... Um, like, uh, taking from a Portuguese novel called My Sweet Orange Tree. One of the songs in particular, um, I think it's JJ or, like, Zezé. Uh, that's a five-year-old protagonist from the novel. And she was accused of, um, on the internet, of inappropriately sexualizing this character in her, in that song, Zezé. Um, so it was raised by Korean public, the issue came up from Korean publisher Don Yok. And who translated and distributed the original book penned by writer Jose Mauro de Vascon Vasconcelos. Thanks how you say it. Don't quote me. No, but yeah, exactly. Sammy, do you want to pronounce it? Sammy, you pronounce it. Please, can I? Because that hurt me a little bit. Yeah, do it. Do it. Jose Mario de Vasconcelos. Yeah, yeah. There. Perfect. Nice. Thank you, Sammy. I'll Sorry. Just call him. For the rest, if he Sorry. comes up again, I'll just call him Jose. Um, so, Jose. Thanks, Jose. So, um, basically, Dong Yok expressed, um, was basically talking on social media, media saying things like that IU portrayed the five-year-old Zeze, who is full of pain and abuse, as a sexual subject. And the publisher added that freedom of expression should also be carried out in the presence of an emphasizing crowd. And it also raised questions about the cover art for Chachar, because Zeze was portrayed on this cover and was drawn wearing quote-unquote fishnet pantyhoses posing like a pinup girl, which you be the judge of that. Um, I, I, I mean, look at the cover art. I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but yeah. Anyways, um, but IU have previously said, there was definitely a lot of talk online about this, I remember in particular. There was, had, to, there was a lot to There was a lot. At least through. on the Korean side. There was a side, lot of think pieces about everything. Yeah, and IU had previously said in an interview of that song, Zeze was written from the orange tree's perspective. Okay. And I guess sure. plants have feelings now. 
And she said, Zeze is innocent and at the same time cruel. He is a contradictory character, and that's why I thought of him as attractive and sexy, which... Sure, I you, I guess. Um, Again, you're not helping it yourself. Is a work of fiction. Yeah, it's a work of fiction, but so also, it's not a real person. Also, which, a five year old. But also, five. But it is a five year old fiction. I would never call it a five year old sexy. That's not not the way. I don't think vibe. we should call five year old people I don't, sexy. Yeah, regardless maybe, of that maybe being a fictional IU, story, don't think that's probably, a good look. Yeah, I feel like with IU, I think she was probably trying to do some like with the with i guess the tree apparently has feelings and zay zay trying to be like almost like a romantic relationship but at the same time why would you do that with a fictional child character in a tree i don't know i, I don't know. i do wonder if there's just like aspects of that story that were just lost in translation during the translating I mean, of it to korean as well fair enough i am reading the description i've again i grew up reading a bunch of portuguese stories this is from brazil so that's why I've I'd never like heard of it, but I am reading through it now. It's very depressing. Like the kid is like it's a it's basically it a like it's a it's a child who's often very left by himself with a baby brother. Like his dad loses his job, the family has to move. Far darker for a children's story than I imagined. Yeah, he goes through serious mental trauma he vows to take revenge on someone this kid goes through so much oh boy in this story. yeah and, and actually then, look like, at the cover again okay i can kind of see the pinup comparison you can see the pinup bit i, I can kind of see fishnets it by a tree yeah <laughs> i looked at the thing again i'm like i was trying to pull it from memory but now looking at it again like person, if, i'm like okay genuinely, yeah, if you weird. didn't know what it yeah. was it's a weird. It's just it's a, a weird, weird image, image on that having cover. Having no context for it generally, it's a weird image. It yeah, is. And having the context that, that it's a five-year-old five is, is, is worse. <laughs> like, do I? I think that there might have been because again, this story is very. Again, I don't know how the language it's used for how it's written mm-hmm. because I've never read the story, but the mm-hmm. themes in it seem quite I adult am curious and quite if depressing. They, if, when they translated it i don't i don't i would be curious to know if this got marketed as like a children's book or, or if it's more of a thing? like the little prince style thing like yeah that's a children's book but it's that's like, true. A, it's like like adults a... read the little prince all that's like the little prince is just a classic book yeah. that people read yeah yeah or like an alice in wonderland or a peter right, pan right. style thing where like both of they're those are kind of weird like yeah <laughs> They're kind of weird. Also, both of those have child protagonists, very young child protagonists, mm-hmm. but are almost like we've seen weird adaptations of both of those where it yes, gets yes. really weirdly sexual. Mm-hmm. Same thing with like The Wizard of Oz. That kid's like seven. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Like, it's all like, like, I can see it being that kind of situation, but in a story that's most often for children. As opposed to something that we've very often seen as marketed toward more of an adult audience. Yeah, I don't know. I think that. Yeah, was, I mean, was I, this was a weird. Choice? I don't know. I feel it's like it was IU trying to choice. find some weird inspiration choice for music to make her sound a little bit more unique. But and I think that's like, that that also described yeah, that, that, that album. album yeah. Too, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I think that this was intentionally malicious in any way? No. no. Do I think we needed a think piece, that, like, long think piece about IU and children? No. I think this was just a weird take and a weird choice. And I don't think anyone is overall wrong in this situation. I mean, it didn't destroy IU's career. But it didn't it destroy IU's career, nor should topic. it have. 
And no, I don't think have. that the criticism is entirely unfounded. Yeah. Like, I don't think that she's devoid of criticism for this. It is mm -hmm. a questionable choice. Yeah. I just think it's more of, it starts a conversation. It yeah, does. because I think, I think it starts a conversation about sexualizing children characters in forms of media. And, well, you're yes. describing the kid as sexy and what. When it's like, yeah, and but at the it end sounds of the day, like the story the kid went through a ton of trauma, you know. It, which is like, he seems to have gone through a ton of trauma. It seems like it probably shouldn't be a children's book in the first place, to be honest. But also, I think if you wrote down everything that happens in like Peter Pan on paper, mm -hmm. I also don't think, I mean, that generally is a really I feel like older stories book. that involve kids too were just generally more. I mean, fucked this up story when you think is. About it. <laughs> This is true. How old is the story? I like, don't know when you really sit down is. and think about it, you're like, wow, a lot of old school kids' stories are kind of fucked up. <laughs> like, 1968. Like, even Grimm's fairy tales. So it's not, that's not too old. So that's it's not yeah. too old. Maybe it's a oddity of that kind of field these days, but. Or maybe Brazil just has totally different. I don't know. What's the term? I don't know. It just seems <laughs> questionable. Yeah, that that was a choice, but IU hasn't. I will say, IU has not made really too many questionable music. No, this is really like then. the big one. This, this is was the, the big, big one. one. I think she probably learned from that. Was kind of just like, mm, you know what? I'll vet my work a little bit more before next time. And I, I don't yep. think I've heard about Zayzay since she never promoted it as a single. It was a beast. No, I don't time. think it's. I don't think it's particularly no. a song that she does often anymore. She probably does it because of the issues. Not because after it. this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyways, um, yeah, that's I guess the most scandalous thing IU's done in ever. <laughs> now we move on to uh, I like that we called this JYP trainee on produce. Yep, we don't give this kid a name. I don't we just called it that, <laughs> that kid uh, who that was on kid. produce. He was in JYP. <laughs> so uh, for the for produce X one hundred one in twenty nineteen, JYP sent one idol. His name was Yung So Bin. You know, people were excited to have another produce idol, a uh, uh, JYP idol on produce. Mm -hmm. The first one went really well. The first one got Somi out there. So we're like, he's going to do great. And then after it was announced that he was going to be on the show, someone claiming to have known him during his school days posted uh, old photos that apparently were of him. Uh, so the poster wrote that Yoong Sobin, who was at that time known by his birth name Yoon Byung-hee, was at the time well known in the Gwangju area for being a school bully who committed violence ever since he was in middle school. Yay, more bullying. Uh, photos were also shared through online communities of someone who was described as being him. Though the identity was never confirmed, these photos included photos sitting of someone sitting on a table of alcohol bottles and another photo of someone smoking while wearing a school uniform. Meanwhile, others had come forward to deny the claim that he was a bully. One person who said to have been his classmate wrote, he wasn't a bully like the post described. They added he was in the athletic club, but he didn't misbehave. He was very kind. Uh, JYP, uh, confirmed that they did uh terminate his contract and he was edited out of any episode of produce that he was in mm -hmm. he didn't do that many episodes he uh 
was in i think only auditions and then maybe and round the- one and then they withdrew him from the show after that but yeah no he was in like two episodes because this came out while they were airing the sh- like they think they had filmed the auditions mm-hmm. they hadn't aired them because they comp- there's not a version of that show where they don't fucking blur him mm-hmm as much as possible. So JYP cuts ties with him. And now in the year 2022, he returns mm. in the BL drama Kissable Lips, oh. which is not good. <laughs> uh, for cur- So Gee. for my mini review, which is the most interesting thing is that show is not good. He doesn't even play the vampire, which is unfortunate. And then also terrible ending. However, I will say it's not even the worst idol starring BL drama of this year. No. The worst one is Tinted With You. Sorry, June. I love you. That's it was not, not good. The best that one, was just a bad show. <laughs> the best one, though, is Semantic Error. Yes. Starring, like, Double Semantic Duty Semantic Error K&K. single-handedly revived Donkiz's career. <laughs> Entirely, because now they're not even Donkiz. No. They're D... KZ. It takes a second to Again, think about it every time because it's too close. Every to time I say it slow, so slowly because I can never remember what the last letter is until I start saying mm-hmm. it. I gotta just go for it. Yep. But yes, no. In terms of those three, it's semantic error, eighty spots in between, kissable lips, twenty more, then tinted with you. Yep. That's my official. The Korean BL really needs to three. get better. <laughs> I mean, the There's Korean BLs, not, I mean, here. that's just the three Korean BLs of this year. I could mm-hmm. add, like, Where Your Eyes Linger is also really good, and that has one, someone from Produce Season 2, someone else in Mr. Heart, which is also very good. Now this has just turned into me reviewing Korean BL, but this kid's not that interesting to talk about. No. He's also not that terribly good of an actor. That's unfortunate for him. I don't. I can't tell if it's his acting or if it's a bad show. To be honest, it's funny that there was like. I love how so many of these scandals have zero resolution to them. Oh, absolutely. K-pop just sort of like has things happen. We kick the kid out of the group, and then we we never find out if it's forget about it. We forget about it entirely. Oh, absolutely. Because apparently he did put out an apology, but. I don't, if it, it's one of those apologies where it's like, I'm sorry for all my past indiscretions, uh-huh. but never fully telling us what they are. So I'm like, are you, did you just like, smoking and drinking, whatever, I don't care. Because I think it was, but like, bullying is a, we don't know what happened. No. This is very up in the air. And it's like all yeah, of these accusations that that thrown around, like, no, I don't think any of them, you, could be verified at all so nope it's just like people shouting at each other is really all that was oh absolutely yeah and to stay on survival shows as well i'm going to talk about mix nine this is specifically the aftermath of mix nine so as a background on mix nine just generally it was a survival show that was made by yg entertainment um yg the man himself very active on both the production of the show and in the show as well he went around to different agencies searching for trainees, um, recruited like 200 of them of male and female to the show. All of the male trainees competed against each other to be the top nine, and then all of the females competed against themselves separately. 
for their top nine. And then only one of the top nine, male or female, was going to debut just based on whoever had more votes. was always going to be the male trainees. That's just how survival shows work. The, there's a bigger fan base there. They get more votes, significantly Obviously. more votes than female trainees do. Um, that's what happened at the end, too, is mm-hmm. that the top nine of the male trainees were supposed to debut. So after uh, the show is over, the top nine male trainees were supposed to debut as a project group under YG Entertainment. However, the plan fell through when YG's um, and all of the idols' agencies couldn't agree on a promotional period. Happy Face Entertainment, who is the company of the kid who got first place, Lu Jin Young, filed a lawsuit against YG for not even that much money, about 9000 US dollars. Mm-hmm. Probably just the money that they spent sending this kid yeah. on to Mix 9. They claimed that uh, YG Entertainment led this program with the influence of being a top three entertainment company, but failed to uphold contractual agreements. YG initially stated their management period would last four months, but then suddenly extended it to three years, which is a lot to go from four months to three years. Especially because Mix 9 had a bunch of people that were in groups. And that's why the promotional period was that short, was because Mix 9 recruited a lot of, like, just new goo groups onto that Mm -hmm. show to begin with. Like, in the finals, like, there's a couple members of ONF were supposed to be in there. Um... Kid from 7 o'clock was in there. I don't remember fully who else. Oh, two members of Ace, or one member? Two members of Ace were supposed to be in it. Like, there were a lot of, like, pretty decently known idol groups who were um, in that top nine of Mix 9. Oh, yeah. Um, And so, extending it to three years, Happy Face said, was very disadvantageous to a lot of the smaller companies, aka every other company that sent their trainees onto the show. And they kept leaning towards debut fans falling through unless they agreed to the three-year contract terms. And it was just a power play from a major entertainment label. Which, you know... 100% correct on their part. I, I feel like that's completely justified. That. Like, that, that is what YG... F- I feel like that's a YG move. That is a YG yeah, move. Yeah, YG's very scummy for all this because, you know, change it up last minute, the terms of a contract. I mean, YG is companies. just seems like These a companies do not person. plan for that. It'd be one thing if these companies plan for that long of a time, but No, they sent all minute. their trainees on, and trainees slash already debuted group members exactly, knowing that this yeah. was going to be a four-month contract period, and then YG's yeah. like, no, three years or it's not happening. But I'm like, you can't yeah. just do that. Like, that's you not can't. great. You can't. If you're going to do a change like that, you need to... If you're thinking about actually making it longer, you need to do that before filming wraps. I no, love how they jumped from just, four months straight to three, to years. three years. We didn't even go like one, Produce one at year, that one and a half year. I don't think the show years. was even that popular anyways. It was so that's why it was that's why not. YG extended it to three years was because the show did significantly worse ratings wise than they were expecting. So they wanted more time to train them and have them be cohesive as a group. But at the, you can't just do that. Like what you have promised is, down I feel like four months. This was also, I feel like, a move where, like, you're like, oh, so if we get them, we get them for three years. Yeah. But if they say no, it's not our fault the group doesn't happen. It's their fault the group doesn't happen. Yeah. That's another move, I think, yep, that's yep. why they did this. Yeah, Happy Face essentially said that that money that they sued him for was the expenses they spent for Wu Jin Young and his initial plans to debut in YG. Um mm-hmm. And everything. And so that was just, like, training and, like, transport and stuff like that. And having believed that he was going to debut under YG, they paid for his training, his makeup, clothes, and all of that for about six months. 
And also, they never received any revenue from music distribution, as stated in the contract that apparently they, all the companies, signed. But Happy Face ended up dropping the lawsuit later. They said they met with the Mixed Line production teams a few times and had a lot of discussions where they clearly pointed out and criticized the multitude of problems that occurred on the show during the oh, filming yeah. and the broadcast ended, and the Mixed Eye production team apparently fully acknowledged all of the problems that they caused and apologized. Happy Face, which is now renamed themselves Dice Entertainment, <laughs> because that's what uh, Happy Face did, is they split up their uh, their company into, like, specifically for groups, like it's Dreamcatcher Entertainment for Dreamcatcher, and now it's Dice Entertainment, but it's still Happy for Face. Dice. Mm-hmm. Um d once where they said they accepted the apology from the production teams and have since settled the misunderstandings peacefully and <laughs> i like the statement that says considering uh yg's will for a more healthy development of the entertainment industry in the future we withdrew the lawsuit uh-huh. regarding mixed nothing mind you what would happen Jeez. not like Couple couple, years a couple this. years later. One year? Two years or something like that? Yep. Is when Burning Sun Yep, happened? I was like, that's really funny. YG truly, truly thriving and making the, the, the entertainment industry a better place. Um, I also know that it was rumored that YG has been attempting to uh, blacklist Happy Face for a long time after this happened. Correct. Which I would believe can... Um, because a lot of very bizarre things have happened with the music show um, when rules being changed, like right during Dreamcatcher promotional periods, which is like constantly a little bit sketchy. But honestly, YG at the time had enough power where like they could just like fuck with Happy Face and their groups because they were trying to sue them. But they wish and like to be granted, they were suing them for ten thousand, not even ten thousand dollars. So, like, an insignificant amount of money for YG Entertainment, but they're just gonna still be petty about it, so. But also the fact that they just fucked up so They just made everything about the show was a mistake. This is not even going into the fact that YG himself, um, it was pretty, like, like, pretty well discussed online how creepy he was on the show, um, with all of both the male and female trainees and idols who are on the show. I mean, which is let's, a, it tracks, let's not go any farther tracks than for YG. the fucking, just not fucking go any farther than the hot pants debate. Oh, yes. <laughs> yep, yep. That oh was God. a big, that, that know, was a big, Ace <laughs> went on discussion. the show and they, which is like roughly what, Cactus era? Yeah. Where they were wearing yes. like short shorts, which for some reason YG called hot pants. <laughs> <laughs> which, again, 1997 oh, much? I don't even know what's going on. I don't know. And then indeed. they just countered back with, Winner just wore this in their, I believe it was Island music yeah. <laughs> video. They were just wearing the same shorts. Yep. And then he just sort of couldn't, he didn't have a reply to that. Which again, I mean, why did you make this comment? He's a creepy man. We know this he already. Is <laughs> why do you? It's just, it's, it's terrible. The entire show is a mistake. There's a lot of other just like random smaller scandals that occurred yeah, through the course of the show as well because of the way he treated fucking luna i was not about that yeah not having it mm-hmm. especially for um god for hustle i was like mm, no bitch mm-hmm. she's amazing shut the fuck up to continue with happy you. face uh dr- several members of dreamcatcher also went on this show I mean, to That's just true, look at the people do. that got rejected on Mix 9, you're like, 
oh, it's this group, this group, mm-hmm. this group. This. Like, between that and the unit, you're like, what the fuck? What, what was everyone doing? Yeah, this was airing simultaneously with the unit as well for, Which, like, again, content. I don't think and they both either failed. of those massive failures. I don't think either of those shows were going to do, like, produce numbers even before this. Mm-hmm. But I do think them airing simultaneously sort of did just put them in a position where, like, you're taking viewers from each other. Like, which was also I don't really funny. Taking viewers from each other. There just weren't any viewers with either one to begin with. There weren't any viewers, but I also don't think that like airing the same show twice, people aren't gonna watch the same show on two different nights. They're gonna pick like, well, I'm watching the unit. I'm not watching McSign, or I'm watching McSign. I'm not watching the unit. Yeah. Like, I don't really think you're gonna watch both. What was also really funny? Some groups straight up split their idols in half and they sent did. half of them to McSign, half of them to the unit. Like, Ace did that. Ace, half of the two members of Ace went to the unit, the other three went to Mix Nine. Also, like, one we went to the unit, like, pre debut one us went to Mix Nine. Yep, it was a lot. Yep, uh, yeah. Show as a whole, big mistake. Uh, YG, show shouldn't have happened. a terrible company. <laughs> we already know this. YG, also a terrible person. YG, the yes. person, also a shitty person. Also, not surprising, but still a shitty person. Yes. So I have an interesting topic, and I think before I start um, with this one, I want to look at a um, Wikipedia um, definition first, and that will be on uh, what they consider what a swastika is. So today, I will quote directly from Wikipedia, the swastika symbol, today primarily recognized in the West for its use by the Nazi party, is an ancient religious icon in various Eurasian cultures. It is used as a symbol of divinity and spirituality in Indic religions, including Hinduism, Buddhism, and Jainism. It generally takes the form of a cross, the arms, which are of equal length and perpendicular, you know, kind of like in a rotating kind of figurine. And in, in the Western world, it was a symbol of auspiciousness and good luck until the 1930s, which was when the German Nazi party, you know, became a thing and did all of its terrible shit um, <laughs> and all that jazz. You know, not good. All and as a consequence, is. its use in some countries, including Germany, is prohibited by law. Surprise, surprise. However, the swastika remains a symbol of good luck and prosperity in Hindu, Buddhist, and Jain countries, including Nepal, India, Mongolia, Sri Lanka, China, Japan, and in Korea. And is commonly used in, like, you know, marriage ceremonies, like in Hinduism, uh, posted to Buddhist temples, even used as a symbol to mark a Buddhist temple. Especially in Japan, that used to be the case, but I know they were switching over due to the upcoming Olympics, probably because of Western folks kind of looking at that differently. But basically, um, yes, for a long time, that symbol was seen as a good thing, and then, of course, the Nazis ruined it for the Western side of the world. But um, but there's still this divide to this day, because Japan never used Nazism, and, that, and Japan was the big bad evil back in the days of World War II and such, in the pre-World War II era, but they never used that symbol. If anything, they're kind of, the, the, the old school Japanese flag then with the um, red dot and then the line striping out of it. That's kind of seen as like how the West used the swastika symbol, but to put a little bit of a pre-context that a large parts of Asia don't have that association with Nazism as we in the West do. And then of course, it doesn't help that there's still companies like particularly boy london that still use nazi i i uh what's the term iconography iconography visuals in their clothing influences like it's not as obvious if you 
can't tell at first, but it's not. They're it's not still there. using the blatant swastika. They're mainly using. I like, think it's usually the like the eagle, eagle they use. Yeah, the, yeah, the eagle they use is blatant Nazi. So that that stuff is still is. kind of sometimes but popular they're not fashion using a, within trust me, everyone, Asian no one's circles using the and around the world. But I want to put that out there first before we talk about this scandal. So this was a case with um well former Jifun member Solwan. So in January thirtieth of twenty twenty one, Solwan has shared two images of her with uh, a mannequin, and in the photo shows Solwan uh, cuddling the mannequin. And they were in a cafe, uh, you know, uh, that November, the group was filming a video. I mean, sorry, not that November, uh, November 2020. Um, basically, this uh, <laughs> um, this mannequin basically had what looked to be Nazi-inspired clothing on it, um, visually. Nazi-inspired clothing. Why was it in the cafe? Who knows? It was just there. Um, so that image had been deleted. Her management said she felt a profound sense of responsibility over the posting of the images. And of course, many people were all like, um, girl, you racist, why are you doing this? Apologize. Probably a lot of Western fans doing that. But nonetheless, Source Music was all actually put out a statement to CNN, of all things, that she was so- shocked and deleted, that she was shocked and deleted the post when she understood the significance of the image. So the company also apologized for the presence of Nazi clothing and said the staff member in charge did not recognize there was an issue with the mannequin's attire during an on-site inspection on the day of filming. We apologize that we are not able to check in advance that there were inappropriate props at the filming location for not thoroughly inspecting the filming process and uploading the content and not paying close enough attention to societal issues and historical facts. And um, yeah, yeah, basically so on was criticized for it. Yada, yada, yada. But yeah, but that's why I said the stuff in the beginning, because Asia still kind of doesn't... Why is there a Nazi so- soldier in a cafe? Yeah. That's a... Cause it's I'm bad, looking at this but image. It, it doesn't that's have the intensity not, as the It's West. not just the swastika. Yeah. The big problem is, why is there a Nazi soldier in a cafe in South Korea? That's the bigger I question. Think a Nazi soldier is mannequin. Why that's there is why is that why is there? it there in the first place? I don't. Why know. is it there? What I think about, a lot of it. I think a lot of it honestly that? is due to aesthetics. I have noticed that it, it's a thing in certain countries in Asia where they like the aesthetic for some reason aesthetics of the Nazi clothing. Which I find weird, especially with the horrible shit they don't. I'm very... I find that weird, but, you know... The other thing is, also, um, (laughs) it was very bad timing. Yeah. Because, um, it was also around a Holocaust Memorial Day. Yeah. Yeah. So not good. So, like, it's not a good look. The photo she also took it's with a very mannequin is just a weird photo be- to be taking with a mannequin as well. It is also a really weird photo with a mannequin. I have so many questions about so many all, questions. everything that happened here. And I, I think mean, it's like, again, um, I think a lot of it too is, is like there isn't that we weird should, intensity should... hatred towards Nazis in Asia as there is yes, towards but Japan. But I don't then. think that the criticism is unfounded. No, I don't I do think so. Think I don't think so, but there be... definitely isn't that like, weird intensity. This is not them getting mad though. at someone using the swastika as a religious symbol. Yeah, this, this wasn't using a religious symbol. telling her, hey, maybe don't pose with a literal nazi mannequin because this wasn't like this was <laughs> don't pose just, with just, one. just just as like a vibe check like yeah. don't do it mm-hmm. like there were people that took it too far and called her anti like anti some all of these terrible names <sighs> but for the most part it was people saying like hmm 
maybe don't do this. This, <laughs> this is, is not a, a good the, look. <laughs> this is a bad look. No, this is, I will, yeah, this is not a good look. But I'm also, I feel like, well, this makes me question is like, did she know it was Nazi uniform? Did she know it was that? I'm like, no. I'm like, I wonder how much they teach now? about. Yes. I'm thinking. I also does wonder. She... This is why I go back. Why I did the description in the first place. Why because is it, there, in is a it cafe? always that association with Nazis back in, during the World War II era and the pre-colonial era? It was basically the Empire of Japan at the time. They yeah, were, they were the much Nazis more concerned I'm about not saying, Japan. Again, yeah. I'm they, not they, saying the that like, this the West, girl deserves to be yeah. canceled for everything she's ever done. Yeah. I'm just saying that no matter what the excuse is, the thing, the appropriate thing is, I'm so what happened? I'm sorry, take down the picture, and she, exactly. the, appro- known, the, appropriate never response, the appropriate response was made response to the picture. Was so. Like, yeah. like, I... Still like, is a weird picture to yeah, take. It's not it's so, so much the swastika that was the problem. It was the entire mannequin as a whole. Because it's, yeah, because it's not just it's, it was a swastika. It was clearly it dressed was a, as a Nazi soldier. A Nazi soldier. This was weird not cafe, a swastika that's all I gotta with say, no really context. Weird cafe, this was a swastika with full Nazi context. I do wonder if that cafe still not- has that mannequin there. <laughs> I wonder too. I want to like, know. I've seen idols get get in trouble for them taking a picture at like a religious with a swastika in the background, but that swastika is in a specifically like religious context. They're at a shrine. They're somewhere yeah. where that swastika. A lot does of not people, happen. though, from the West, this don't realize the religious context of the swastika, context. though. So I feel this like it's like not, yeah. This is not that. This is not that clearly. This is not, this is not that clearly. This is reading Nazi. Yeah. This is full Nazi. It's it's a bad look, but I think the appropriate response was made. Yeah. And it's just something that. Will it haunt her forever? Yes. Because considering it got to CNN, the story, I'm like, it yeah, which got, is the like, wild part. Which again, because let's put it this way, the only other major the thing I think that got to CNN yeah. besides Why BTS, is there a Nazi soldier in a yeah. Korean cafe? Apparently someone a in Korea, I, I don't know. I, someone in Korea clearly thought that that was cool that it was a good idea. Cafe, which I, I would not. I, I don't get why they thought it was cool, but I think I think a lot of it is due to that not that strong historical yeah. association. Also, with for them. Uh, for context, guys, yeah. this photo was on January thirtieth. Holocaust Remembrance Day is January twenty seventh. Mm. Yikes! Yeah, bad look. Yeah. Yikes! That's a yikes. Yikes! Not good timing. It's a yikes. I and that's like, that's my I question don't... too. Is that did she even know that was no, I Holocaust don't think Remembrance she knew. Day? I don't. I, I don't think it. she did. I highly I doubt, doubt it. it. But I, I just want to did. point out that it was like an added, like, we just had that, mm-hmm. and now we're seeing these photos. Like, it's, it doesn't help the the conversation. Doesn't. It doesn't necessarily make it, I'm, again, a lot of this, I'm not blaming her for. I do think we got the correct response, which is we didn't know, we're sorry, we'll never do this again. I want to know why. I still really want to know why there's a fucking. I don't know. I wonder. Did they even reveal which cafe it came from? Is my question. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think that that. I. I'm sure someone out there has probably like figured it out, like internet sleuthed it out. But there can't be that many cafes with that kind of theming. Mm -hmm. 
Maybe there are. I, I just can't imagine there being like Nazi sympathizers in Korea. I just that are Korean. I don't know. There's you no. Know, I just there's can't. Crazy people that. everywhere. I mean, true, but it's like I feel it's like such there's got to be one. It's such a weird thought, but I also it is a weird. But thought. I'm thinking, what but I also don't know that if it was this probably is like Nazi sympathizers or people. It's just who they like made... the aesthetic for some reason and just don't I mean, care how about. Many, the I mean, let's be honest. Here. How many times have probably the Rising Sun flag been used on like pieces of merch, pieces of Too fashion, many. pieces mm-hmm. of other things that is deeply offensive to mm-hmm. many? But especially in the West, no one has a single amount of context that exactly. is. I think that's a pretty yeah. good like comparison. Whereas, like, I think a lot of people like in West in the West have no idea what the Rising Sun flag is or why that's offensive mm-hmm. or the context of it at all. It probably is similar in South Korea, where it's like the Nazi symbolism and swastika is probably not as well recognized. Publicly exactly, exactly. Yeah. That is like- that is fact. I mean, heck, even Disney had to change the poster for Dumbo because, of course, we were, we, you know, when I was first, like, the live-action Dumbo poster, they had to change it. Yeah. Because it, it to them, looked- to Korea, it looked like the Rising Sun flag, while to me, it looked like a, you know, early 1900s. I mean, once it's pointed out, you can't you know, really see anything. Once someone yeah. pointed it out, I'm like, shit, it does look like the Rising Sun Well, you Sun know, you know Disney did not see it a that A little way, bit. Though, because it what they, they did that as like an old school big top circus thing. They did yeah, not see it as a... Yeah, yeah, but like, you have to be like somewhat culturally sensitive and that's... Yeah, exactly. Like, it's it's very questionable. Yes, yes. But yeah, I think a this very was good comparison say, I think this was what happened with So On. She didn't And get like, should cultural... someone be called out for it? Yes. But yeah. at that point, you do, you acknowledge it was wrong and we move on. Yeah, so I now think, do we move on yeah. to nepotism on. babies? Nepotism. I like that nepotism has become like a thing that like a lot of Western, um, especially actors recently, people have been calling out, oh, did you know this person was a nepotism baby? We're going to do that with K-pop now. All right. So it's mainly SM. We're going to do two big examples of nepotism babies, which is uh, one, Sunny from uh, SNSD is just Lee Suman's niece. Yep. That's just who she like. That is his niece. That's why she's Which, in the, the group. He just, that's why she's that's why she's there. Huge reason why she's probably in the group alone. Entirely, <laughs> entirely. Yeah, I would go like, ahead and say entirely the reason she's like. In the group. Let's let's put it this way: unless Sunny just did not try as a trainee, I don't think there would have been any scenario where she would not have been in SNSD oh, or in absolutely. a SNSD. If Sunny pulls Sunny like a glam level yeah. scandal, maybe don't. she's not in SNSD. Pre debut, I still think that if Sunny pulled a a glam level scandal while yeah. already debuted she'd be fine exactly Probably. yeah because she was also an snsd more so that but also i think that like that girl was making that group no matter what mm-hmm. and then another sm um this is more this of is a all speculated maybe i think this maybe? is entirely speculated i don't know if yes. any of it is actually factually correct or not yes we'll is see S- if it does Giselle? ever come true yeah. Who knows? I mean, let's be honest. Uh, it could, or it, like, even if it's not true, she's already in the group, so there's mm-hmm. no changing that now. Mm-hmm. So, Espa's Giselle is rumored that her aunt is in a relationship with Lee Suman, the executive producer of SM Entertainment. However, it's not confirmed. People speculate that she debuted because of nepotism, but originally the lineup had uh, Hana, an SM trainee, who was was complete before Giselle got nepotized mm-hmm. we can use that as a nepotized. verb <laughs> i didn't know we could use that as a verb just uh i nepotize into the group. you 
<laughs> I nepotize. I nepotize you into success. Yes, yes. Uh, to the Jesus. point where the group actually recorded forever together and was supposed to release as part of SM Station with um, ha- uh, Hannah and not Giselle. But last minute, they kicked her out. And who'd been there, Hannah, who had been there since 2012, and replaced them with apparently Lee Suman's girlfriend's niece. Ouch. Wait, is her name Hina or Hana? Hina, sorry. Oh, I can't okay. read today. That's Hina. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I mean. That, that would also suck. That would really after That's like 9, 10. Like, like, That's like 9, 10 years. Like 9 to 10 years, to 10 years yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you get sucks. kicked out for some dude's girlfriend's niece. Not even the daughter. The niece. <laughs> <laughs> the niece of the girlfriend. The niece of the girlfriend. Yeah. Which is wild. And that would mm. it's absolutely wild. That would absolutely that would suck. suck so much. Well, I, yeah, I don't think there's anything confirming that it is. Giselle's Nothing box. does confirm it. It yeah. is just a rumor. It could entirely be wrong. This is one where we're really like, it could be wrong. We don't know. Da 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 da. give us if it's true. Let us know that your aunt's dating, you know, banging Isuman. Like, let us know if they bang. I wonder if they, cause like, let's be honest, Sunny. She'll always be his niece. They're blood related. Yeah. What if they break up? Lisuman and the aunt. Yep, yep. Because, like, Giselle is still in that group. Yep. She can't get kicked out. This girl did leave right before Espa's debut. So she yeah. definitely did. I mean. So, yeah. Um, clearly, we don't just... know why. Obviously, she didn't make the debut lineup. But there, if that is yeah. the case, like, it's not, like a wild speculation that that's a possibility mm-hmm. i mean the other thing is a lot of people leave sm because they just take in so many trainees and like not all of them are going to make their groups even though again in theory all the boys could just debut under nct mm-hmm. then again, there's also but, that other kid who um hansel who was hansel, supposed who was supposed to be an nct and kid? then just fucking left oh <laughs> yeah, yeah he left right. went to new kid yeah Oh, and he, he was, was on put, the unit, yeah. Do we know what happened to him after? He's in a he's a new he's kid. In, yeah, new kid now, which is like new oh. kid with two. Not D's. that anyone particularly not that anyone cares. cares about them. I mean, clearly, I didn't know, but I knew he was on the. Yeah, unit. that's where he went. I think he was he's also in the, the U and B. He was in U and B. I think so. Mm. So, so there's also definitely been more nepotism babies. But the other thing is, we know so little about so many idols' families yeah. that you're like. Who knows? Um, These are just the ones that we other nepotism sort of have rumors babies about. also um it's a little bit more vague about it where it's like this is clearly like the daughter or relative of someone who works in the company so that's why they're here. But we it's don't more know. so that like mm-hmm. their parents are famous in generally famous in the entertainment industry and either are producing yeah. or directing type of a way and that's yeah. how they're getting an in there so it's a lot oh, I just didn't want to talk about the other ones cuz they're like a lot less like specific. And also yeah. still very kind of rumored because we don't know anything about like and like at families. that point it's almost as if uh, you're doing it with like rich families, yeah. which is another reason for that. Essentially, we'd be going through all idols who have rich parents, which is spoiler alert: most of them, a lot, so. <laughs> a lot of them, too many. The one, the one specific I, I example I know of is that one of the Stacy members has a specifically a uh, singer father. Yes, yes, I forget yes. his. She, do- she does. Yeah. I don't remember who. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, yes. one of them has a singer father, like specifically there. But I don't. 
They're they're not nothing of the same company, not even the same genre music. It's all like very vague there. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna end up the tier with uh, our favorite TS Entertainment. We got one, God, two, three, four, five lawsuits be- against TS Entertainment, so we're gonna round robin them. Um, if you didn't know that TS, no one TS wants means, to do all of them. By the way, guys, TS means total shithead entertainment. Total shithead entertainment. Because um, seriously, also, um, this company fucking sucks. <laughs> also, not to not to get all the way to the end, but spoiler alert, TS Entertainment no longer now exists. They're one of the few entertainment companies Thank I God. think I've ever heard of that has officially not even been absorbed into another one. Just closed. They've been closed as Just of January of 2021. They shut Thank down God. exactly. Thank God. Yep. So I like mean, kinda, they just kinda, they yeah. they can't hurt anybody anymore. The evil has been defeated. They've been defeated. I mean, it's so it's we... shocking that they were allowed that they carried on as long as they did with the amount of oh, lawsuits absolutely. that they had. Very similar lawsuits against them from all of these people too. So clearly, I mean, which is they were doing telling. the same thing wrong over and over again. Which is pretty telling. Yep. Uh, first off, we're going to start with BAP, which is the one that started it all. So on November 27, 2014, the six members of BAP collectively filed a lawsuit against TS Entertainment in order to nullify their contracts. They claimed unfair conditions and profit distribution. The following day, TS issued a press release uh, refuting the claims that they made, stating that there have been neither such maltreatments to the artist nor unfair clauses in the contract. And then in August 1st of 2015, so almost an entire year later, BAP returned to TS Entertainment because they had reached a settlement. So I'd like to say yeah. that this lawsuit happened at like the peak of BAP's peak career. BAP. So them it filing did. this lawsuit and then going MIA for over a year, like really just halted they any growth that they had. destroyed it. Because like at the time, from I what like I remember about this lawsuit, too, is that this lawsuit absolutely, one, it was entirely valid because BAP was so popular at the time they Mm -hmm. were massive they were sort of on the forefront of that like rap focused k-pop that everybody was like falling in love with Mm -hmm. and then immediately they were making maybe i think they said they were making like two thousand dollars of like to be split between them yeah which is insane and they were making so much money they did so well Mm -hmm. they were not making nearly enough money for as well as they were doing as a group for sure Apparently, they were able to, like, figure it out with TS, which, honestly, I think that was more so with BAP saying, we can't get our contracts nullified, so I guess we're just going to have to stick it out here, because otherwise we're going to sit here doing nothing, and our career is just going to fade into oblivion, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that they sort of had to stick around. I don't think that was them them reaching a settlement. I think that was them, BAP, saying, we want to make music again, so we'll just stick it out for a little bit longer. But I do think they did end up actually making some money. Mm -hmm. They might have made more money, but they 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 were just like, listen. they, they got, got better, better conditions, but I don't no. think it I don't was know what if they, they. I don't think it was what as much as what they wanted, but no. it was better. No. I also don't think they got to leave, which is, might have been what no. they really wanted. I, essentially, because yeah. after um, all that happened, it was essentially BAP members just immediately leaving once their contracts were up. Once the contract yeah. was over, that group was left, dead. Which is like honestly, I get it. <laughs> it's fair. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The other thing with that is that uh, overall, it was just they still. They never reached their former glow. Like, they didn't even... It's not that they didn't get more popular. They never got as popular as they were originally. I know. It's sad. It's such a sad... sad. It's so so sad. sad. They were so good, They were so good. And, like, this was really TS showing that, like, oh, shit. 
they don't know what to do with like with a good group, much less a group that's not making money. Mm-hmm. Speaking of fucking up another group, group, um, they also had another lawsuit with members uh, Jiyoung and Kilsun from Secret, and this mm-hmm. on February twenty eighth, twenty eighteen, it was reported that Jiyoung and Kilsun had legal disputes, uh. Uh, with with TS Entertainment, and then in 2017, GN submitted the request uh, for the Korean commercial arbitration arbitration arbitration. Yeah, arbitration board. And then following this, she you know announces her departure from Secret in the company. Blah blah. blah. And then on March 5th of 2018, Kyo Sun was the first to file a civil lawsuit in order to terminate from her contract. In her NTS Entertainment, and she later also announced her departure from Secret. If it's essentially it, it ended Secret as a whole because two of its main big members left. But like also, again, continuing the threat of threat of TS Entertainment treating artists poorly also extends to their only other biggest big super big group. You know, the Secret. running themes of TS Entertainment like, yeah. is refusing contract termination and treating their art like not getting giving like proper compensations like to the artist yeah oh absolutely i mean that's how tsn entertainment had to make money they just took all of the money mm-hmm. so now for another one is that in september 14th of 2019 the lawsuits are starting to get more and more common now yes we're gonna hit a it bunch was... of them in one year <laughs> all in one year I, it was revealed that sleepy of the duo untouchable had filed the lawsuit to terminate his contract with ts entertainment citing lack of trust after they refused to show him payment documents and a physical copy of his contract. Uh, Sleepy also said that Red he flag. did not receive any payment for his activities until 10 years after his contract was signed. TS later denied these statements, saying that all of his claims were false and he embezzled funds from the company, <laughs> which he later denied. The next day it was announced that TS had forwarded, had was forwarded to prosecution for overdue payments of artists. So this is really where it starts to get the law involved. Um, I'm pretty the greater sure law. Sleepy also had a bunch of interviews saying about how he was given a dorm to live in by the company that was just like absolutely falling in apart. shit condition and falling apart. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like this, uh, this, this all tracks for TS Entertainment. Like We're doing just the don't, same thing if over and over again. Total shit. If you don't pay anybody, you get to keep. All the money. Exactly. That's, I think, the TS model. Yes. TS model is, a, that is do not, total don't pay headway. your artists. Keep all the money away from the artists that you have. Yeah. Exactly. Just keep all the money and you can continue. Because, mind you, once all these lawsuits coming out, mm-hmm. we also get the fun uh, added things of, uh, like, actual workers of TS Entertainment. Yes. Like, just the mundane people that do, like, makeup and hair and wardrobe being like, we're... We're like, also not being we're also paid by TS They were getting paid. When they got to keep all the money, they were paying those people. But now just no one's getting paid yep. at all. Because I think, like, TS Entertainment is, like, going into bleeding debt now. Money. Yeah. They're bleeding money at this point. Yep. Uh, Next scandal. It's like, we're going to hit. This is, spoiler words, we're going to hit every single group under TS Entertainment. All um, of them. We're going down the line. Next, we got Sonamu. On September 23rd, 2019, it was announced that Suman and Nahyun of Sonamu were filing, filing a lawsuit against TS Entertainment to terminate their contracts after the company failed to end their contracts after they sent um, certifications uh, to TS Entertainment. 
TS then said um, on the same day that the two members had suddenly cut contact with the company and the group after they sent their request to have their contracts terminated. Um, and also continued that Sonamu would still continue its five-membered group. Because, like, that's yep. funny, because, like, the company doesn't exist anymore, which means... The company Sonamu. is falling apart. The company is falling apart. Um, the, the horrible thing is, is that all of their contracts with their artists um, are still valid, even though the company doesn't exist anymore. So, as of, like, I know yeah, this sucks. year, two members of Tracing were still under contract with TS Entertainment until this year. And they Which I think also got, means that they can't. They couldn't do anything. There's, they were just sitting around do doing anything. nothing because they're under contract with this company that doesn't exist anymore. But their contracts the are most, still valid because TS Entertainment apparently never was able to officially nullify anyone's them. contracts. Yeah. They don't exist. They probably didn't care to. Nope. And like also, like if you're even going to prosecute to have your contract terminated... Who are you going to do it yeah, to? So, Everyone's gone. And so that's like this shitty thing that happened to a bunch of members of Sonamu and to Tracing is that all of them are just sitting around oh, waiting yeah. for their contracts to expire because TS never terminated any of them. I mean, if I was anyone of that were members of Tracing, I would just automatically at that point just be like, okay, if there's two years left, let's go into the military. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, a lot of at them are point. very young, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, I, do, I just do that now at this point because you can't really do much else in the entertainment industry. I also get don't know if they want to done. do anything else in the entertainment industry. After at this everything point, at that point, just get your military through. service done because they can't stop you from doing that. So that if it, if it helps you know, mm-hmm. kill some of your contact time, contract yep, time yep. off. But anyway. Yeah, but who knows if they even want to be idols anymore after everything. Probably not, but either way, through. if it gets you, uh, preventing you from being stuck on a contract while you're doing something else that's, you know, what you have to do legally. Tracing well. didn't get out of their contract until March 28th of this year. So, like, they oh, were stuck thing. there until then. I just looked it up. It's, like, actually so sad. But speaking of tracing, um, mm-hmm. November fourth. Now we get to their lawsuit. Uh, two members, Wu Yup and Taesun, sent a certification of contents to terminate their contracts with TS Entertainment, while also filing a criminal complaint against TS Entertainment, accusing the company executives and employees of child abuse, criminal battery, and extortion. They allege that they were forced to practice choreography from five p.m. Until 5 a.m.? Holy shit. Only to have to work again at 10 a.m. Jeez, that sucks. While under the age of 18, they allegedly were forced to live in a dorm with no proper meals provided with the dorm. Also allegedly having problems with electricity often being cut out and broken air conditioners, plumbing, and water purifying systems. Wu Yup also alleged that he was once beaten by using a metal chair by Yoon, the head of Tracing's choreography team. And Taesan also alleged that he was regularly beaten from the moment he became a trainee. Yikes. Oh boy. So they're actually getting... TS on the child abuse too, apparently. Just at, right apparently. at the end, right at the, the last minute, we're adding child abuse to the, uh, to the list of crimes. Oh yeah. Yeah, yep. also a huge This was problem. a child abuse filled episode, wasn't apparently, it? That's apparently, that's all I ended up. Yeah, and this, like, these, like, Tracing's, like, complaints about the dorms being absolute garbage was the dorms that all of their artists were living in. So that is, um, Sleepy, I know, mentioned it. I'm pretty sure the members of Sonamu mentioned that. But it's, like, very, it's just, like, bad from every aspect of this. Every angle? Every angle. It's just so bad. So bad. I don't even know what to say about TS anymore. 
We have a TS episode, don't we? If I don't like how on Wikipedia. I like how Wikipedia just says the company oh, no, we got responsible rid of that because we had all. The oh, I thought it was. Yep. I thought it said mismanaging. Damn it! It didn't say mismanaging. Okay, I almost thought it said for mismanaging idol groups. <laughs> oh, that would be funny. If uh, that's so it's so. It's. It's just so like yeah yeah. Bad. yeah TS it's Entertainment a positive sucks. Positive thing to say, and there is none. It's just There's bad. Literally it's none. so bad from like yeah. the just so, from beginning to end it's beginning just so to bad. end it's like we've talked about companies that we think are like pretty shit on like company reviews it's like yeah we're not gonna get worse than ts entertainment god yeah no. but that uh finishes up uh tier four of the scandal iceberg Woo! we are now halfway officially there. halfway done with the iceberg hooray hooray yay um i I think the scandals definitely get more ridiculous the farther we get down the iceberg. Oh, they do. So they do. This might be the last like really sad one. I say. I feel that like every we've time, said that every but... time. Yeah, kind of. Ex- yeah, but like we hope. We hope. To be honest, we made the iceberg so long ago that I don't remember what's on the. Oh, what's the next one? Oh, the next one is fine. The next one is The next fine. one's got some, like, really just the stupid ones on it. The next one's got some fun it. stuff. Yeah. We don't get to the unpack has... a gate till tier six, so I think that's when oh, it's now. But... We don't get to see all the next one involves yeah. an attempted murder. We do have an attempted... And an attempted kidnapping. We do. Both of those things are on the next, um, the next tier. A lot of DUIs as well on the next tier. A lot of DUIs. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. Yep. Uh, just a little tease for tier five of the scandal iceberg. Exactly. Yep. More scandals to come. Yep. Yep. Uh, There's so always more scandals to come. We are available on all major podcasting platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, if you're listening to us on a place where you can leave a review, please leave us a review if you like the podcast. We are also on YouTube uh, where we post all of our episodes along with a extra clip video every week as well. And the episodes sometimes have fun visuals if there's anything that need to have visuals that can be also fun to watch too. Yeah. If you want to see the iceberg. If you want to see the actual iceberg, yeah. Exactly. Then you can be spoiled for the whole thing. Or if you want to, if you are curious to see it, it is also in episode tier one. So you can go pause that there, see what the entire iceberg is. So, yay. Hooray. And with that, we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.